and welcome, my fellow e-stakers. Today is Monday, April 19th, 2021. I am Invedica.eth, and this is episode three of Cold Snap's Ethosphere Timeline Update. On this episode, we discuss various highlights of the Berlin upgrade calls hosted by the e-staker and Ethereum cat herders communities, and the forthcoming London network upgrade. Additionally, Cold Snap and I discuss the Coinbase IPO, Rocket Pool audits and tokenomics, and various aspects of the Layer 2 solutions. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. So this was the week um, where the most things had been delivered since I started this timeline back in um, back in December. We had one, two, three, kind of four things. Four things go live um, or happen this week. Very exciting. I think even though um, Bankless said that um, Coinbase IPO is the biggest thing that's ever happened in the um, ecosystem, let's start with Berlin. All right, I'm, I'm down I for that. You and I were on different calls. Yeah, so how was uh, the Ethereum cat herder uh, call? It was really cool. So um, I am fortunate to be... Um, a cat herder, an Ethereum cat herder, mm-hmm. um, by way of the, the sort of meeting notes and community call support that I do. Um, so we had a Berlin um, launch call, launch party, whatever you want to call it, um, on day. Um, that was really fun. We had um, many, not all, many of the um, EIP authors on the call. We had Tim Bako talking about sort of roadmap stuff um it was good fun that's awesome yeah we had a, a pretty good time ourselves or over on the e-staker side uh so we obviously we counted down to the uh the berlin upgrade but we also had uh patricio Worthholder on there which was great so he debuted the uh first iteration of poop.art which was pretty cool so we uh beautiful we had what a live canvas piece. up there yeah it was great so what we did in fact was the Poop.art canvas was sort of designed by, I don't even know the, the final artist count, but there's uh, quite a few artists um, collaborated. And what it is, is you just drop an individual pixel and it's kind of just like pixel art. And that uh, canvas was then locked and minted at the end uh, or towards the end of the call and then was uh, posted up for auction. I jumped off my call to join yours at the exact moment with Alter closed the um the painting oh nice nice otherwise i would have put mine up for um rocket pool rocket oh there you go yeah <laughs> oh that's funny i'm actually pretty excited because according to the official poop.art twitter uh since there's obviously there was there were two canvases minted one was put up for auction the other one was raffled during the call but anyone that placed even a single pixel uh during the call apparently we're getting signed numbered and framed high quality prints physical prints that that they'll be sending out not sure how that's going to work yet but i think it'll be great to have one that's sick yeah yeah it'll be a good time i missed it there'll be more opportunities highlight of our call um was um the diagnosis literally live of the open ethereum bug so okay i i want to just briefly dive into that a little bit i think so my exposure to that bug was I saw Hudson's tweet 
And then like a matter of hours later, it seemed like it was identified, patched and deployed and fixed. It was incredible the, the turnaround time with this. Indeed, it had been, um, the, the fix had been identified and patched before I got time to tweet about anything I'd been doing. Oh, that's wild. That day. I mean, that's a testament Fantastic. to our uh, to our devs here. That's so great. Exactly. Um, Open Ethereum called that out on the um, the All Core Devs call um, on Friday. Um, they got they got loads of community support to help diagnose that. It's a bit of a shame that that bug though on Berlin because although we can say um, Berlin was a success, we can't we can't say it was bug free. I would say. They're delivering um, technology which has never been done before um, to deliver a network upgrade in that manner with what in the end was quite a minor issue. You know, there's client diversity exists for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I would, I would expect those type of issues to come up. It's almost like we were spoiled with um, bug free beacon chain. So Berlin uh, is, for the most part, uh, in our rear view mirror. Uh, what do we have to look forward to briefly putting Coinbase on, on the back burner here for a second? But what are we looking forward to uh, with London? Yes, London. Um, we had all core devs um, meeting on Friday, which is the call where the ETH1 client teams and researchers get together and talk about the ERPs going into the next upgrade um, and the general roadmap. Um, the main thing here about London is that obviously um, those that follow the upgrades closely will know that ERP1559 is going in London um, and then the merge is hoped to be delivered in the upgrade following London, um, i.e. Shanghai. Um, there's a lot of discussion at the moment around what EIPs need to go into London, what need to go into Shanghai, because I think we talked about this last week. Um, to get the merge done quickly, um, it is a benefit not to do other things. Right. Um, but if you don't do other things, it's likely those other things are not going to be delivered um, for you know that those things are a year away mm-hmm. so there's lots of discussion about this at the moment um, and wh- where it's been left is um, in London we'll have 1559 which hopefully everyone knows about so basically 1559 um, gas fees become more predictable they may not lower but they become more predictable at least um, the base fee gets burned which could lead to ethereum becoming ether becoming deflationary mm-hmm. um, which has other benefits that is the main EIP going into London um, in addition there will be um, 3238 which is the ice age delay um, and EIP 3198 which is called base fiat code that is basically making um, whatever the state of the base fears at any given time um, once we're in proof of stake making that um, visible oh no it's it's on both isn't it proof of stake and proof of work making the base fee visible to contracts so that they can use it 
um, but it's the it's the ice age delay which creates a kind of a deadline for London okay so this was discussed on the call um, last week um, they could go in it, London is scheduled at the moment for July um, it could go into August if they decide to add more things or the devs decide they need more breathing room mm. to get it done it can't really go into September due to difficulty bomb if um, difficulty bomb hasn't been diffused by September I believe that is when we start seeing significant um, impacts on the network so they've got until then to deliver the upgrade okay um, so much of the discussion has been around which EIPs do they, do, do they need which could be left um, and it hasn't been decided I think the main thing at the moment is waiting for um, the, the current ongoing Ryanism hackathon to complete after which um, we'll know in much more detail um, exactly when we think the merge will be able to be delivered which will inform all of the other um, upgrades around it, London included. I think the focus of, of Ryanism is just the merge okay. um, and potentially sharding. Um, I think that the, the EIPs are much more, um, they're, they're much better understood. So um, after all of that, after the protocol updates, um, we have to mention Coinbase. So the IPO happened, um, the price went down <laughs> who, after launch. Who could have expected? Well, it's something like, um, I don't know, some huge percentage, 95% of, of IPOs that happens. So yep. this is no different. Yep. But um, E2 staking went live also on Coinbase this week. Are you staking on Coinbase? No, and I am uh, going to leave it at that. <laughs> 25% in fees, apparently. So my problem with Coinbase and Coinbase-like systems is that, yes, they're they're definitely taking advantage of their position as sort of being a de facto application, at least in the U.S. So they're, they can kind of get away with having a large, you know, 25% cut like that. But my problem also is it's sort of it's taking away from decentralization, right? So we're we're sort of taking a step a side step away from overall beacon chain health, and that's sort of my 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 rub with them. I would love to see you know something more in line with true decentralization and sort of a getting ahead of myself here, but that's definitely why I'm looking forward to Rocket Pool and Rocket Pool-like systems. No, that, that's reasonable. Um, we made the point earlier about client diversity. Um, how many clients does Cardano have? Do you know the answer? I do not, no. I believe it is one. Really? Wow. Interesting. How, how many validators on um, Beacon Chain? A little over 120,000. How many on um, Binance Smart Chain? It's 21. Is it really? Yeah. Shut up. I didn't realize it's it was 20. that. Wow. Okay. It's 21 chosen by them. The thing I would say here is, um, and this is this is Coinbase as well, 
where you have um, solutions in crypto space that are centralized mm-hmm. as to to some extent um, the projects that we've just listed are um, ethereum is not really playing in that space so the comparison it's not really a valid or even useful comparison to make because what they are trying to achieve is not what ethereum is trying to achieve right. ethereum is trying to achieve um, <clears throat> a solution that essentially solves the blockchain trilemma mm-hmm. um, anything any solution that doesn't any solution that sacrifices um, decentralization decentralization is not a competitor to ethereum no matter how well they do yep. so doesn't worry me. Rocketpool, then you mentioned it. Yes. Uh, they were scheduled to drop their audit reports late last week. Yes. Or early this week, but they have not, or at least I haven't ch- checked Discord Rocketpool in the last like minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've got no audits um, yet. So I think everyone is waiting for those because that will, that will. Um, What's the word? That will inform how far away the mainnet launch date of Rocketpool is. Mm. Um, I think the, there's there's an estimate or there's a rumor, knowledge that um, it's likely the mainnet launch of Rocketpool is likely to be six weeks post the release of audit findings, just because that's how long it will likely take to action um, the outcomes. So um, we're looking at. Uh, late May at the earliest for that launch if that um, time frame holds true but I think we said this last week it's better that they take the time and deliver a secure solution um, than not yeah I just want to note real quick um, the eStaker crew did have an impromptu um, rocket pool tokenomics call uh, last week where when the was it last week yeah when the tokenomics um, were officially released, we had a couple of the uh, usual suspects from the Rocket Pool Discord, mainly Superfizz, JCRTP, and Ken, uh, went effectively line by line uh, and described um, the tokenomics laid out by Rocket Pool and also sort of what that would mean for um, prospective. Um, Customers may be looking to solicit rocket pool services. So if you're if you're curious as to uh, The breakdown and what that means for you financially if you want to use uh, rocket pool as a service I would recommend checking us out on the eStaker YouTube page uh, The video is titled rocket pool tokenomics. Should we move on to scaling updates? Yes, absolutely Cool. So the fourth thing that I was able to cross off the plan, the timeline this week was um, uh, Optimism Testnet. So Optimism, <clears throat> I'm one of the many, many projects um, participating in ETH Global and in, in the hackathon there. So they've released a testnet just for that, which I, I think satisfies the, the, the public testnet late April milestone that they flagged in their recent blog. So mm-hmm. um I mean, it's not far now 
until Optimism itself is due to go live on mainnet publicly July. So testnet, late April, May, June, yeah. Three months of, of testnet to scaling solution known as optimistic rollups. Um, that is in contrast to a different rollup solution called ZK rollups, which um, is already live with some projects, notably Loopring. Um, and there are differences between the two. There's also um, a new sort of implementation of rollups called ZK Portal, which is from Matter Labs. Who are also doing zk sync in fact zk porter is part of as far as i understand zk sync uh, v2 project okay i referenced that in timeline um, but then on top of that you've got um, plasma xdi all sorts my um, generalist view on layer twos is that <clears throat> all eyes at, at the moment are on firstly optimism for their launch um, in July. Now we have Uniswap um, going live in May with Uniswap version three, mm. which they've flagged already won't include um, optimistic rollups as part of the initial launch of Uniswap v3, but they are saying shortly thereafter they'll go live with optimistic rollups. Um, when that happens, that will be a big day for the ecosystem because Uniswap being massive gas hogger, um, the expectation is that rollups implemented on Uniswap goes a massive way to relieving gas fees across the network. But then you've got um, Offchain Labs' Arbitrum um, rollup solution, which is scheduled actually to go live to the public on mainnet before optimistic um, rollups from optimism but there's less information on who the launch partners are um, for arbitrum so interesting it could go live first we don't know arbitrum are also um, at the um, eth global hackathon is that also what MakerDAO is going to be using is optimism MakerDAO, um, they have something separate. So um, with optimistic rollups, one of the drawbacks for that rollup solution is that it takes seven days for essentially the, the transaction to finalize. So if you were to withdraw um, a balance from a layer two um, dApp, which had implemented rollups, it would take you seven days to get that balance back, which is not ideal. Mm -hmm. So Maker, Maker have a solution <clears throat> um, for this, whereby, as far as I understand it, they're planning to offer a effectively a die loan um, to the rollup, um, such that from a user perspective, they get their withdrawal back straight away, and then later the die loan for that balance is reconciled with the rollup um, and maker uh, presumably will take a, a small fee for that. That's on the timeline actually to progress in, in April. They talked about that um, on their uh, layer two call this week. So 
there's a link in in the timeline if anyone would like to listen to that call i think that's that was all really that was all for the 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 week there are some other um, notes and details in, in the posts but um i think those are the big ones i note that there are no sort of hard deliveries um planned for the remainder of april the next um, specific date in the timeline is 5th of May, which is Uniswap v3, which we've um, spoken about. So I think at the moment, all eyes are on this um, hackathon at ETH Global, where a lot of projects are participating and hoping to progress um, activities which they're planning to roll out in the next few months. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Ethosphere Timeline Updates. The links and resources discussed in this episode can be found on the ETHSTAKER website at ethstaker.cc. Be sure to subscribe to the ETHSTAKER podcast for live updates when we publish new episodes. And be sure to check out and subscribe to the ETHSTAKER YouTube channel at youtube.com slash c slash ETHSTAKER to get the latest notifications on live streams and uploads. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.